0: Welcome to Daily Reflections. I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. Each day we spend time in prayer and break open the Word. I'm Father John, and this podcast is meant to guide us, to challenge us, to help us to grow in our relationship with Jesus and with one another. You are a blessing. your gift. God loves you so very much. And I just want to thank you for joining me today on this 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. And we begin with Psalm 98, verse 5 to 6. Seven to eight, nine. The Lord comes to rule the earth with justice. Together, the Lord comes to rule the earth with justice. Sing praise to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and melodious song, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Sing joyfully before the King, the Lord. Let the sea and what fills it resound, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands, the mountains shout with them for joy. Before the Lord, for he comes, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with equity. The Lord comes to rule the earth with justice. Together, the Lord comes to rule the earth with justice. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 21, verse 5 to 19. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, All that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. Then they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen, and what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name but not a hair on your head will be destroyed by your perseverance you will secure your lives we know that jesus is talking about the uh, end of the temple as the people knew it but we can truly reflect on this gospel and and look at this whole gospel in relationship to our lives you know, this past summer, the state of Florida experienced Hurricane Ian, and just recently another hurricane, hurricane for that matter. And the victims of this terrible storm know firsthand what Jesus meant when he said, All that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. The pictures and videos of the storm's destruction are a stark reminder of the fragility of life and of our own powerlessness. And this gets us thinking about our own mortality and the mortality of the world. It gets us thinking about end times. Listen. Then they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? Now, his warnings of natural catastrophes, wars, famine, and other signs that the end is near do not offer much encouragement, right? Not only will there be terrible things happening throughout the world, but he also adds terrible things will happen to those who follow Jesus, Jesus warns the disciples that they will be betrayed by family members, arrested, persecuted, hated, and some will even be put to death. So I want to reflect today on Jesus' answer to all of this. First, he says, See that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. We all look for happiness in the wrong places. There are many advertisers who attempt to sell happiness. You know, read this book and you'll be satisfied. Take these drugs and you'll be at peace. Jesus is telling us today to to not be led astray. The way to happiness does not lie in the things of this world. We must follow Jesus, who is the way, the only way, the truth, and the life. Only Jesus is the real deal. Anyone else will lead you in a direction you should not go. Do not be deceived by them, which means that we should be able to recognize what is false. Do not follow after false teachers. Do not follow after false teachings, which means separating. Us from the truth. Second, my friends, Jesus says, do not be terrified. Let's face it, it's not easy to think about the end or end times. That's why Jesus also says, do not be terrified. We are afraid of pain, of rejection, of letting go. We don't want to give up our stuff. We don't want to lose our family and friends. We don't want to to lose ourselves. And this exhortation, in a sense, you know, against fear is repeated throughout the Bible numerous times, isn't it? It's found in the Old Testament over 100 times in in some form and and in the New Testament over 50 times. Again and again, God wants us to, to conquer fear, to conquer worry and anxiety. He wants us to trust in him in all things and place all of our hope in him. And that, then, is what leads to Jesus' next piece of advice, which is perhaps the, the key to all of this. Thirdly, he says, Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. This means that we are to live our lives as authentic followers of Jesus. And when we stay close to Christ, when we stay close to him in prayer and in our actions, he he guides us, he walks with us, he enters more deeply into the center of our lives. And that's good. Our selfishness fades, our, our heart grows in love, we die to ourselves. The best witness we can give is to live our lives as genuine real true authentic disciples, followers of Jesus Yes, there are struggles there are disasters there are tragedies ahead of us and it's so tempting to to give up to to stop praying to stop coming to mass to turn on sports or reality TV to play games or plug headphones in and drown out the world but there's only one way to avoid losing our way and losing our courage and that is to persevere in the work of christ if we know christ we will not be afraid if we know christ our witness will be genuine if we know christ then we will have the spiritual strength to to go forward to persevere God loves you. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.